Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got a busy show today, lots to talk about uh, regarding the New York Islanders as they head into Washington for the second game of this uh, two-game road trip in Washington uh, to round out the games for this week. They'll have more games this weekend, and we'll have a full preview of them, of course, on tomorrow's show. Uh, The big issue right now facing the New York Islanders is goal scoring. We're going to talk about that. They made a transaction on Wednesday. We'll break that down. And, you know, we have to look at this and see what's going on and what the Islanders can do to at least score a few more goals than what they're getting done right now. Uh We will have a full preview of tonight's game against the Capitals and our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more, so stay with us today on the show. Now, if there's an Islanders-related topic on your mind, a question, a comment, something you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email, uh, the email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. You could also follow us on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, here is the move that the Islanders made yesterday. Kiefer Bellows moved from the regular roster to the taxi squad, and... You know, this is one of those moves that is just designed to save the Islanders uh, a a small amount of cap space. It is not a situation where you have to sit back and say, oh, no, they're demoting Kiefer Bellows. It's it's nothing like that. But at the same time, uh, you know, while that's a paper transaction because Bellows, they can activate him off the taxi squad at any point before the game tonight and insert him into the lineup, and it's very possible that they will. But here's the deal. The Islanders need more from their offense. Here are the numbers, and they aren't good. Right now, in six games, the Islanders, and they are 3-3 and through six games. The Islanders have scored 11 goals. I don't, you don't have to be a math major to know scoring fewer than two goals a game 
is not going to lead to a lot of wins over the course of the season. And the only reason that the Islanders are actually 3-3 three and three is that they are fifth in the league, having only given up 11 goals. So they've scored 11, they've given up 11, that spells a 500 team if ever there was one, and the same issue that has affected this team over the course of the last couple of years is back. And you hear Barry Trotz after the loss, the last second, you know, last minute loss against the Capitals on Tuesday. We need more, Trotz said. We had one line tonight. That's all I felt like I had. That's been a couple of games in a row here. We're going to shake it up. We're going to put some new people in and go from there. That is what Trotz said. So, now the question becomes, what do you do? You already know the one line that is producing is Barzal, Eberly, and Lee. Barzal, six points, leads the team. Eberly, four points, second. Lee, three points, two of them goals, one of them on the power play. What needs to happen right now for the Islanders is to get that second line going. Brock Nelson and no Anthony Bevilier right now and then Josh Bailey. Right now, Josh Bailey, six games, one assist. Brock Nelson, two goals, no assists in six games. And Bevilier, obviously, out of the lineup, one assist in five games. That second line is not getting the job done offensively, and you need those top six forwards to do it. You look at the best fourth line in hockey right now, and obviously their goal, their their game is not based on how many goals they score. That's not their primary function, but you do need some offensive production from them. Casey Sezikis, six games, no points. Matt Martin, six games, no points. In six games, Cal Clutterbuck, one assist. So that fourth line through six games has one point total. Ross Johnston, six games, no points. Kiefer Bellows, five games, no points. Jean-Gabriel Pajot, six games, a goal and an assist, so two points. You're not getting a lot of production from the bottom six forwards. You're not getting enough production from your second line. And, you know, it's time for Barry Trotz, as he said, to start shaking things up and figuring out what it is he can do to try to get a little life into this team. Now, look, this is the New York Islanders. We know the Islanders are not going to win 7-5 to five very often. They are not going to be one of the top 10 scoring teams in this league. That's not the style of hockey they play. That's not the way this team was put together. 
but they've got to get closer to at least the middle of the pack in scoring. It is okay to be 16th or 15th in the league in goals scored if you're top five in goals against. You'll win more than your share of hockey games if you get that done. Right now, the Islanders are not there. And you cannot make the playoffs in this very competitive Eastern Division being 30th in the league in goals scored. It just isn't going to work. And right now, the Islanders, out of eight teams, they're in seventh. Now, they are one point out of fifth, uh, and they have a game in hand on Buffalo, but already the Capitals, the team they're playing tonight, five points ahead of the Islanders, and if the Islanders lose in regulation, it'll be seven points. Can't afford that. It is a big game tonight not to fall too far behind because it is going to be difficult to make up points. When we return, we'll talk a little bit about what lineup changes the Islanders can make in order to improve their offense. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a full preview of tonight's game in Washington. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, you could take your knowledge of the Islanders and the NHL and use it to make some real money. Or the Super Bowl is coming up, and there is no bigger event in the betting calendar than the Super Bowl. Now, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. And you can bet on all kinds of things. You can bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl. You can bet on who's going to win the coin toss or who's going to score the first touchdown. Or maybe you want to say the Islanders are going to beat the Capitals tonight. Any one of these things, you can go to betonline.ag and place your wager. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget that promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Islanders, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. All right. I love Barry Trotz because he is so direct, and you know sometimes he's protecting his players, and then sometimes he's calling them out whenever he does a post-game press conference. Here is what Trotz said uh, after the Capitals game. It's playoff mentality right now, and I'm not sure we have our playoff mentality yet, and it's pissing me off. That is just a great statement. And right now, the Islanders need to get a little bit ticked off and need to find a way to get their forward lines going because, quite simply, they are not getting it done 
under the present circumstances. And look, I have mentioned before that I think Oliver Wallstrom needs to be part of the lineup. Putting Ross Johnston and Leo Kamarov out there, if you're Barry Trotz, yeah, these are guys you know what they can do. They're reliable in their own zone. They're veterans, etc. But if your team is 30th in the league and there's 31 teams when it comes to scoring goals, if you want to increase that number, you've got to put out players on the ice who are adept at scoring goals. And say what you want about Leo Komarov and say what you want about Ross Johnston. They're quality hockey players, but they're not goal scorers. And they're not playmakers. They're diggers and checkers and, you know, solid bottom six players. But right now you need more. You got an opening on the second line. You got to either put Bellows and or Wallstrom on that second line, or you got to mix things up. And maybe it's time to break up that first line and mix and match a little bit. And maybe it's time to shake things up. And, you know, sometimes you make line changes not for any other reason than to just get people off their, out of their comfort zone. I, ha- I think you either put Bellows or Wallstrom on that second line and you need to install on the third line the other one of those young up-and-coming prospect types, whether it's Bellows or Wallstrom. You put them on the third line and then you can have uh, a, a, a Dal Cole on the third line or a Ross Johnston. But to have two defensive guys on either side, two checkers, two defense-first plugger kind of players on either side of Jean-Gabriel Pajot, that's not going to get it done. And maybe it's time. The B&B line, look, you have no Bavillier. Bailey is struggling. Brock Nelson is struggling a bit as well. Maybe it's time to break up that second line, break up Maybe you put Pajot with Bailey for a few shifts. Maybe you, uh, you know, reconstitute the first line. Put Nelson on the first line, uh, perhaps. With uh, maybe you put Barzal, Eberle, and and Bailey on the first line. Whatever it is, shake things up and do it now. Because if you're expecting. You know, the the definition of insanity, so the old cliche goes, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And through the first six games, essentially, that's what the Islanders and Barry Trotz have done. Now, look, I'm a big Barry Trotz fan. I respect him. I know he's a winning coach in this league for a reason. But they need to shake this lineup up, get players out of their comfort zone, and make them realize, you know... In an 82-game season, with a wild card in the Eastern Conference, you can get off to a 3-3 start and have enough time to make up some ground. But in a 56-game season, it really does have to be a playoff mentality. And the Islanders need to at least improve their offensive output soon. Because, you know, all the games are divisional games. 
but those those pesky three-point games, games that go to overtime or games that go to a shootout, you may only be seven points out of a playoff berth, but with that loser point, it's not easy to make up those seven points. So the Islanders cannot afford to fall too far behind. And if they lose tonight to the Washington Capitals, no, it's not time to panic by any stretch of the imagination. But you got to start thinking, you know, if you fall seven points behind just seven games into the season uh, and you got tough teams on your schedule every night, it is not going to be easy to make up ground. And New Jersey and Buffalo are playing better than expected. And, you know, thank thank God for the Rangers. They're off to a rough 1-4-1 and one start. Uh, they're the only thing keeping the Islanders out of the basement right now. So I think it's time to shake things up in a big way. Break up your first line. Put more offensive players in the lineup and get that second line reconstituted in the absence of Anthony Bavillier. And hopefully your players get things better. They get a little juice and they move forward. All right. We will preview tonight's game against the Capitals. We've also got our Islanders birthday of the day. More to come right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, you know I'm a hockey expert, but I am not an expert on auto parts. But you don't have to worry because rockauto.com is. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything that you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get all the parts you need for your car or truck and they'll deliver it directly to your door. The catalog is unique and easy to navigate. There are no logins or membership uh, fees required. And you can see all the parts available for your car or truck and pick the prices, manufacturers, and specifications that you need. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Islander fans, you have got to try a Built Bar. It is quite simply the best tasting protein bar ever. And, you know, other protein bars, not only do they not taste great, but the consistency is funny and they're not so easy to chew. That is never a problem with a Built Bar. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And there are 18 amazing flavors to choose from, like banana bread, German chocolate, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, cherry barcia, and peanut butter brownie. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. Let's look at the peanut butter flavor. 19 grams of protein in every bar, just 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And Islander fans, the NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of all of it is by subscribing to Locked On NHL. 
Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We're a day early on this one, but we want to wish a very happy 35th birthday to former Islanders goalie Tomas Grice, now a member of the Detroit Red Wings, originally drafted by the Sharks back in 2004 in the third round. This native of Germany has really was a great Islander, joined the Isles in 2015, and spent five great seasons with the Islanders, uh, most of the time splitting the goaltending duties with a number of different partners. But Grice always uh, gave his all and was a quality goalie, uh, usually a 1A, where he was, you know, carrying the team for a few games at a time and then splitting time and what have you. But always liked Grice, good interview, nice guy, and uh, very well thought of by his teammates. We're going to look at one of Tomas Grice's better games as an Islander. November 3rd, 2018, this one was at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The Devils coming to town. Keith Kincaid in goal for New Jersey against Grice and the Islanders. Isles got on the board first in the first period with uh, a power play situation. Jordan Eberle. His fourth from Anders Lee and Josh Bailey. It was 1-0 Islanders, and it stayed that way until the third period. Tight checking game came down to the wire, but the Islanders got another goal from Brock Nelson at 15.06 of the third period, his seventh from Josh Bailey, and then Scotty Mayfield with an empty net shorthanded goal at 19.46. The Islanders with a 3-0 win over the Devils, 30 Five saves for the shutout for Tomas Grice, our Islanders' birthday of the day. And again, we wish Grice a very happy 35th birthday, and we wish him all the best, except, of course, if he faces the Islanders, which he won't do this season uh, unless the Islanders and Red Wings meet in the Stanley Cup semifinals. So uh, that is uh, kind of unlikely, given where the Red Wings uh, are in their rebuilding unit. All right, Islanders going back against the Capitals tonight. Still no Alexander Ovechkin, no Evgeny Kuznetsov, no Dmitry Orlov, no Ilya Samsonov. They, as we mentioned uh, a couple of days back, will be missing both games of this uh, two-game uh, series in Washington. Tom Wilson remains day-to-day he was a game-time decision Tuesday, did not play, and uh, as a result, uh, we'll see whether or not he comes back uh, tonight in Washington. Whether or not we see more of Vitek Vanacek, he played well in goal against the Islanders on Tuesday. If not, they go with Craig Anderson, a reliable veteran backup. As far as the Capitals are concerned, you still have to be very aware of their top six. Nicholas Backstrom, yeah, not the player he was five years ago, but still a very solid passing and playmaking center. And he has Jacob Verana and TJ Oshie on his wings. And then Lars Eller, uh, who was banged up uh, by Uncle Leo in Tuesday's game, 
he should be back in the lineup with Connor Sheary and Richard Panic on his wings. Carl Hagland is one winger on the third line, Garnett Hathaway the other. Nick Dowd is the pivot. And uh, again, Michael uh, Scarbosa uh, is the center on the fourth line. Daniel Carr and Daniel Sprung are the wingers. And Sprung, of course, came up with a big goal uh, in that game Tuesday, Brandon Dillon and John Carlson, the top defensive pairing. Carlson also quarterbacks the power play. You've got Big Zidane Chara, the former Islander and Bruin and Senator. Uh, he is on the second pairing along with Justin Schultz and uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Jonas uh, Siegenthaler are the third pairing. Should be an interesting game. I'm telling you, the Islanders really need to step up their game, they need to play desperate, and they need to get back on track. At a minimum, they need to get one point out of this game, preferably two, and more importantly, you know what, I'll, I'll say this, even if this hockey team does not score four goals, five goals, even if they lose, the offense has to show some spark. They've got to show some, uh, some juice that they're in this game offensively and that they can put pressure on opposing goaltenders. And, you know, they're especially with Bavillier out of the lineup, there are not going to be a lot of end-to-end rushes. There's not going to be a lot of tic-tac-toe kind of a plays. Go in there and get some dirty goals. Get into the slot and the area around the crease. Get deflections, get tip-ins, but do your job create some offensive pressure, and hopefully that will pay off for the New York Islanders. We'll see what happens. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow with a full recap of this game, and and uh, we will fill you in on the latest. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter. I will be tweeting during the game, and then listen for our next show. It always drops a little after midnight every day, around 12.25 a.m., so uh, Night Owls can certainly... Uh, Listen before bed, and obviously, early morning risers, if you subscribe to the podcast, you will be able to listen uh, to it first thing when you get up. Don't forget, after going to Washington, a two-game road trip in Philadelphia on January 30th and 31st is the next thing for the Islanders, and we'll have a full preview of that on tomorrow's show as well. Stay safe, everyone. Have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight, and of course... Let's go Islanders.